Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. The week of September 12th through September 18th, 2022, begins with the moon moving through Aries and then moves into Taurus, making for a wonderful and inspiring time. The third quarter moon in Gemini occurs while the sun is exactly opposed Neptune making this day one of the most challenging for Virgo season. Venus and Mars have a lover's quarrel, making some struggles in relationships and communicating your needs. The moon finishes the week out in its home sign of Cancer. Mercury retrograde opposes Jupiter retrograde again, bringing back up the need for fair exchange. The sun joins Pluto in a pleasant way, giving us space for healing and transformation. The major themes for this week are overcoming struggles and accepting the space for healing. Sometimes we feel lost, only making our grasp on reality even tighter. At some point, we need to release, to empty out, and to descend back down. The catalyst for the most healing and transformative moments are through very mundane situations this week. Be mindful with taking everything literally. Loosen that grasp to make space for metamorphosis of the storyline. Hello everyone, welcome to a new week, welcome to like the middle of Virgo season, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Starting off the week, we have the moon moving through Aries, I'm not really gonna harp on this just because I kind of went over it in length um, at the end of last week's episode, so, Um, but on September 13th and the 14th, and most of the day on the 15th, we have the moon in the sign of Taurus. Remember that this is the exaltation sign of the moon, which means that the moon is an honored guest in the temp, or excuse me, the moon, yes, the moon is an honored guest in the temple of Taurus, um, in the Venus ruled feminine earth sign of Taurus. So the moon is having a good old time here. Um, So it can create an elevated or pleasant feeling where things just kind of seem to be working out. Things seem wonderful. We do have to remember, though, that when the moon moves through Taurus, it does make a conjunction with Uranus in the North Node. So this is something that we need to factor in for the 13th, 14th, and most of the day on the 15th, that lingering energy of the Uranus North Node. So you might be feeling more inspired or sensually stimulated today. Um, Things just might be, like, you might have some, like, breakthrough situations come up, some unexpected circumstances come up, but it might create, um, it might be some sort of benefit because even though we do have the, um, the ruling planet of Taurus in, in Virgo, which it's Venus in Virgo, which it's not happy in, it is making a whole sign trine to Taurus. So the ruling planet of Taurus is in a supportive aspect with it. So you might just find that things are kind of working out in your best effort um, or for your best interest. And uh, you might just feel super, um, you know, like inspired by things around you. Um, It could be like a rebirth with the body or the circumstances of daily life. Um, Like suddenly there's some sort of breakthrough or realization of something in your home or private life that's been bothering you. And you can... Um, kind of work through that situation or like it's just this changing circumstance happening um, especially in the home Um, but if you want to get in more detail you can look at the 
house Taurus is in for your birth chart. Um, and that will give you a better understanding of kind of what's happening. We do have to remember that once a month, Uranus or the moon does meet up with um, Uranus in the North Node. So realistically, it's not going to be like a big dramatic transit. It's going to be something pretty subtle. Maybe you have this realization of, um, you know, if I move this one thing in my house, it makes it feel like better or f the energy flows better or something like that. It could just be something super simple or you could just be having a very pleasant time around the 13th and the 14th. Um, but it could, there's some disturbances in the water um, happening. There's some things getting stirred up with that Uranus energy. Um, and it could be good. Um, I'm realistically seeing it as much more positive than negative. All right, moving on. Um, September 15th through the 17th, we'll have the moon move into Gemini. And on the 15th, it's later on in the day, it's moving into Gemini. So you'll still feel that lingering Taurus energy on the 15th. But um, towards the end, it's that transition point. Um, and why this is pretty significant on the 17th, we have the third quarter moon in the sign of Gemini. So this is like the further progression of this full moon. It's the point where the sun and the moon square each other. So if you're familiar with astrology, squares are conflict, um, some sort of crisis, something like that. Um, and it's it's just the next progression of the lunation for Virgo season. So um, on this day, on the 17th, this is also when the sun and Virgo opposes Neptune retrograde in Pisces. So on the 17th, this is most likely going to be one of the more challenging days of Virgo season. Um, and it's closely tied to that full moon energy. So it could feel like this vision is coming to an end. You know, that dark is, you have that feeling of darkness taking over. Like winter is breathing down our necks and there's nothing we can really do to escape it. Um, on the 17th, it could be like this feeling of chaos, confusion, or a sense of being lost, even overwhelm and the need to kind of escape your life a little bit. Um, with that sun-Neptune energy, it can be confusion or miss, like disillusions on your ambitions, your sense of purpose, um, your kind of unique gifts that you have, um, like maybe am I doing the right thing? Maybe you're overanalyzing what you're doing and how you're doing it, or you just feel completely lost in uh, like the sense of direction and using your talents wisely. Um, Sun Neptune can, can cause this like false reality, like that full moon energy we were having it can cause that feeling of being somewhat lost, being a little bit confused as to where you're going and what you're doing. It also can feel very energetically draining. Um, but with the sun Virgo, there's also this like moment of like the veil is very thin. So you might be able to, kind of access additional psychic powers, if you want to call it that, or the veil is thin, um, access the other side, access, you know, um, different skills that like the universe has to offer you, or just like some sort of like divine insight almost. But 
in the beginning, it's going to feel like a struggle. It's going to feel like a tension point. Um, and with that third quarter moon, it might just feel like things are just crazy today. Lots going on, um, overstimulation, um, too much chaos, too much information coming at you, too much energy all around you. So it might be like this needing to kind of go back down almost and kind of retreat back into the body. Um, you know, the moon in Gemini itself, it's just a very busy, busy sign. So with with the sun and the moon in Mercury ruled signs, it's like an overwhelm. And then the sun is opposing Neptune. It could be like, I need to retreat a little bit back into my shell and kind of um, zone out and chill out a little bit. Um, I can also see this September 17th energy um, playing out as like a lost sense of hope almost. Um, and like I was saying, just like a general sense of confusion with what you're doing in life in general. Um, so 17th, I am coining this as the most difficult day of Virgo season. So if you get through this day unscathed, bravo, you've made it through a, a pretty difficult energy, but realistically like the 17th or excuse me, the 15th to the 17th and even into the 18th, it's going to be a little bit challenging. So those, those, uh, three to four days. On the 17th, we also have Venus and Virgo squaring Mars and Gemini. So it's just adding to that tension. Um, you know, for this transit, it feels like it feels like relationships are just a struggle, romantic and platonic relationships. So be mindful with your friends, be mindful with your partners. Um, it could be something like arguments, disagreements, or just a general sense of annoyance or being nitpicky with others where someone's doing something wrong or someone's doing something to like, you know, make you frustrated, something like that. Um, you know, with the arguments, I'm seeing it as those, those kind of conversations where you both are at odds and just want to prove that the other person is wrong. Um, whenever that happens to me, I just say this conversation isn't going anywhere and we need to, we should just agree to disagree. Like we're both like standing our ground too much and we're both being too stubborn that like it's not going anywhere. So we need to just stop this conversation and get over it and like move on to something else. Um, but it like with this Venus Mars combo, you know, they're both in Mercury world signs. I see it as arguments. I see it as like changing your mind quickly, trying to change other people's minds quickly. Um, I see it as heated words. Um, I see it as internet battles and arguments. Uh, stay off, stay off the internet on the 17th. They just don't do it. Um, don't engage with people on the 17th. I think everyone's going to be a little bit uh, ruffled feathers. Um, but with Mercury being retrograde, I can see this transit as being one of those things that keeps coming back up where it's like the argument or the focal point is just something that is hasn't been resolved or hasn't been fully dealt with. And it's just kind of been pushed aside. And now it's coming back up because we have Mercury moving retrograde. So it's moving backwards in the sky. So we're going back to 
what we've already been through. So this is something to be mindful of. So it's probably going to be a repeat thing, especially in some sort of relationship area of relationship. It's probably going to be a repeat argument. Unfortunately, this is going to be one of those days where it's important to be an active listener to fully hear what others are saying and not just what you're going to say in retaliation. So you know, I, I, I am guilty of this. It's like I'm thinking of what I'm going to say while the other person is talking and I'm not fully listening to them. I'm not, I'm not taking in everything they're saying so that when I'm just focusing on myself and I'm focusing on what I'm going to say. And so it's almost like you're not fully understanding the other person and that causes a lot of frustration. So, you know, it's going to be one of those times where like being an active listener is going to be super, super helpful. Um, personally, I feel like this is going to be one of those days where like having a good cry and just letting it all out is going to be really good. There's going to be this need to like scream and sob and just empty and release and like get everything out. It's after the full moon, we're coming down. So it's like, we don't want to bottle it all up and hold it all up at our fullest. We want to release and go back down so that we're ready for the new moon. Um, so if you have a complete mental breakdown or emotional breakdown on the 17th, like good for you. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you a pat on the back because I think it will be good to get like, to get it out and move on. You know, like we need to, like sometimes we just bottle things up and we, we get so full and so tense and so tight that like we have to release at some point. Um, moving on after that intense day. On the 18th, we have the moon moving through cancer. Um, it moves into cancer early in the morning. So it's like this feeling of returning from home, you know, just feeling a little bit more comfortable in your body, in your mind, um, feeling a little bit more comfortable with some sort of circumstance that's happening or your, uh, your surroundings. Um, you could feel a little bit more devotional and sentimental about things. Um, might even feel like you need to care and nurture for the body today. Maybe it was a little bit intense on the 17th where it's now you have this like a little bit of downtime. <clears throat> um, on the 18th, we also have Mercury retrograde in Libra opposed Jupiter retrograde in Aries. Second time. First time was September 2nd. Next time is October 12th. Once again, coming back to the need for fair exchange. Remember I spoke about this uh, last week, I believe it was. Yeah, I'm like losing track of the weeks. But there's this theme coming back up for this need for fair exchange, for this need for like balance and diplomacy with communication and like wanting to get your point across, stuff like that. I think of like with this Mercury opposed Jupiter, I think of someone coming back into the room after a good fight and going and another thing it's like coming back like I'm not done yet like I, I stormed out of the room and wait no I'm coming back in and that's exactly what Mercury's doing it's like Mercury is moving forward and now he's coming back into that room with Jupiter and being like wait wait I'm not done with you just yet um so the 18th you could feel like it's like too much talking an active mind a racing mind big ideas coming back up. Maybe there's a further development on some sort of idea or plan that you had <clears throat> around the second. You're, you're further developing that. And then on the 12th, maybe there's like a release of time for that idea or like a 
finalization time for that idea because that's the last time that Mercury in Libra will oppose Jupiter in Aries. So this transit isn't over. We're just hashing it back out again and again. <laughs> um, on the 18th as well, too, we have the Sun in Virgo trying Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. I feel like Pluto in Capricorn has been like put on the back burner for a little bit. We had a lot happening in 2020 with Pluto because we had a lot of cancer energy and there was a lot of squares happening or excuse me, oppositions happening. Yeah. So I feel like Capricorn has like for a little bit, it was super heavy and active and now it's kind of dwindled out. So we're back into our Pluto energy, but now it's, it's trying, which is, you know, a good aspect. So it's not as challenging. Um, this is very healing, very transformative regeneration or insight on something that has been weighing heavy on you, kind of gaining your power back and gaining some sort of insight or clarity on something that has been just felt like it's just been this weight you've been carrying around with you. Um, it's very healing, what, like I was saying, but on this spirit soul psyche level it's not like an infection that keeps festering and you finally heal it it's not super physical it's it's much more internal um and much more like deep with the sun in virgo it's bringing in an analytical light to the dark parts of life the sun signifies the story or the plot line on a broad sense so like when i'm going through mundane astrology that's kind of how i refer to the sun as like your ambitions the story the plot line um and the story line is transcending and changing old parts are dying off in order to give life to new and that's what's happening right now it's like we're we're progressing forward and the old parts of that story are dying off where it's like we're, we're starting to breathe new life and like those old parts of ourselves are giving life to something that's going to come in. I see this day after having a struggle of a day on the 17th, um, like a light at the end of the tunnel, almost a moment of transcendence in the pain. Um, it's like earlier there was this cathartic release and now we're able to understand or see why we needed that where it's like we're trudging through the mud and we're trudging through the darkness and the hard things and now like the sun and pluto are giving us a sense of purpose and power and realizing that the those struggles are making us stronger and and uh making us more sure of things it's almost like these moments that we're going to gain some sort of um, insight or just like power is going to be through mundane tasks like cleaning a house or organizing the shelves or cooking a meal. Um, it's this moment of healing the soul with what you need in the what you need right then rather than like, a 20 year plan type of thing. It's like, okay, what do I need now to heal? Like some sort of part of me that's feeling anxious or some sort of part of me that's been weighing heavy. Maybe you've been putting aside, cleaning out your closet for months. And now today's the day where you do that after having a complete emotional breakdown, you're like, I'm going to clean my closet, something like that. I just see like 
with the moon and cancer, I see it being based in the home. I see it being based with family. There's some sort of the cathartic release that's happening. And then there's these moments of healing when it comes to your home, your security, your family, something like that. Maybe parts of the family, your fam your early family or your early like childhood are coming out into the open and you're having some sort of realization about it or some sort of better understanding about it where you're able to sh shed a little bit of weight that you've been carrying around. Um, you know, maybe that second Mercury opposed Jupiter is coming back to bring you more insight on something you've been struggling to mentally overcome, where maybe your morals haven't been aligning with who you are as a person. And now you have to kind of change your mind on what you believe in or, or who you believe in or, you know, what your bigger picture of life is. Um, this week, it seems like this week is one of the bigger ones for Virgo season, just because of that 17th, I just see it as being like a, it's a struggle of a week. So if you can make it through like the 15th, the 17th and the 18th and not completely lose your shit, like you're going to be good. Um, but also remember too, that the struggles are often the most healing times for us. So, um, don't be afraid, you know, don't go hide like in your closet on those days, like still live your life, you know? Um, but that's what I have for this week. Um, you know, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I would love to hear your stories about how, um, you're feeling these transit, even if it's like a very, very past transit, you know, weeks ago, please write me and tell me, I would love to hear how these, how you guys feel these transits. Um, it's, you know, the more you share with me, the more knowledge I gain and the, you know, the better understanding I have of things. So that's what I have for this week. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you back on Sunday. Thanks. Bye.